when you're torn between priorities, the struggle is real. I've noticed a theme lately, and what I do know for sure is that less really is more. Even when it comes to work, but this is a really hard concept to unravel when it comes to our work lives and businesses. Working less feels unnatural. But I'm talking about working less to achieve more by leaning into your priorities, even when the going gets tough. Hey, I'm Sean. I'm obsessed with business, marketing and growth. I've created this podcast to share the ideas, knowledge and tools I've gathered over a career of helping businesses thrive. If you're an ambitious agency owner or creative entrepreneur looking to create a business that loves you back, welcome to Growth Code. So when I learned to ride motorbikes, the idea of leaning the bike over into a corner and it being much safer to do so felt completely counterintuitive. We're hardwired with our center of gravity that when we lean, we want to stop ourselves from falling. But leaning into the torque of gravity felt unnatural and damn near impossible at first. I never thought I'd get my knee on the ground and when you watch the pros, they make it look so easy. But working less and achieving greater impact is possible, just like going into that corner with your knee dragging on the ground. I'm a work in progress, as with my motorbike riding, but if you're not progressing, what's the point, right? The first half of this year was absolutely crazy, full throttle to the stop. I finally got to have some much needed downtime in Zakynthos and time to really enjoy the island with my husband. Things are starting to ease up now, but the foundation blocks are in place, the systems are in place, and there's something strange about this new phase and easing off the throttle. It's got my entrepreneurial brain completely freaking out. But back to the theme of less is more. We're all so busy with business, the day-to-day. I want to ask you, is there truth in the idea that if we're less busy, we're not achieving as much? I really believe that we can achieve more than we thought possible by doing less. With all the work I've done with my businesses, with coaching and working with so many business owners, I've recognised the seasons of business and the ebbs and flows that come along with the territory. It's essential to be able to take a step back, to evaluate what's important, to give your focus to and recalibrate from time to time. I do that every 90 days. Why 90 days? Well, it's what works for me. Let me ask you a question. It's not for you to answer, but more to reflect upon and challenge your own beliefs. If you slow down, if you don't work all the hours, do all the things, you won't hit your goals. Yes or no? If I were to tell you to slow down, what would your instinctual instinctual reaction be? Friends and family have often told me to slow down and the thought of it scares the life out of me. But it's only a belief. The good news is that we can change our beliefs. How you do that is up to you. I've just searched productivity on Amazon. In the book department there are over 60,000 search results. There's no shortage of help, advice, strategies, tactics and content out there on productivity and getting things done. We all know that information is not the problem. It's what we do, the actions we take that count, the habits we form. 
Your actions and prioritizing your time to work on the highly leveraged activities to move you towards your goals are the only things standing in between where you are now and where you want to be. Jim Rohn said, Time is more valuable than money. You can get more money, but you cannot get more time. And that is something that has stuck with me. And that's why I'm bleeding on about this. I know what it's like to work yourself into the ground. Wake up one day and not be able to see. I went blind from severe stress caused by work and the inflammation around my retinas, which was chalked up to stress by the doctors, luckily went away and sorted itself out. But at this moment in time, I've got clients who are working so hard. I hear about their stress, anxiety, worrying all the time. And I bet if I got them to punch in and punch out, we'd be looking at 50 hour, 60 hour, maybe even 70 hour weeks. But research has found that working 55 hours or more is associated with 35% higher risk of stroke, 17% risk of heart disease, compared to working 35 to 40 hours. This was research carried out by the International Labour Association, and I'll put links in the show notes. But just let that sink in for a moment. 35% higher risk of stroke, 17% higher risk of heart disease. But that's just the health risks. What about mental health? Because owning a business is a mental game. It's tough and it breaks my heart when I hear people talk about the stress, lack of sleep, waking up with knots in your stomach. Business ownership should be enjoyable rewarding and most of all give you the freedom and prosperity that you set out for in the first place. But rather than tell you to take it easy, tell you to slow down. Let's talk about some of the practical things we can we can do to achieve more in less time. First of all, why the 9 to 5? I pay homage to the one and only Dolly, but seriously, why 9 to 5? This is an outdated practice that the Ford Motor Company introduced in the 20s. I get that some businesses need to be open and available for clients in certain working hours. But as a business owner, you have a choice to pay attention to your own energy and protect that energy. When you are at your best, your peak, don't use that time to be on Zoom calls or doing things that drain the life out of you. That time should be blocked out to work on the highly leveraged activities in your business that are going to move the needle. In the summertime when it's light and sunny, I love getting up early before the inbox starts pinging or the calls start for the day. I spend an hour and a half, 90 minutes working on my business. As we head into winter, I find that shifting. I'm not very good in winter. But apparently there is a DNA test to find out if you are a night owl or a morning lark. I wouldn't say that you have to go that far, but pay attention to your energy and when you're at your best and when you do your most important work. Quit multitasking. This is a favorite of mine. I have never been able to listen to music and work at the same time. It's been a bit of a running joke because when I go deep on a task... I can get really irritable when my concentration is broken. It's probably because that amount of concentration is so precious and it's hard to get in and out of. If you're interrupted or trying to multitask, then more mistakes are inevitable. Things will take longer and it does not save time in the long run. 
The Harvard Business Review talks about how this feeling that there's never enough time in our in our lives is a major source of stress. We try to do more, be more efficient, squeeze small tasks into gaps in our schedule. This trap of time management is adding to our stress and overwhelm. The review compared time management to digging a hole at the beach. The bigger the hole, the more water rushes in to fill it. So let's quit multitasking. Let's quit digging that hole at the beach. Stop trying to squeeze everything in. Do less multitasking and switching from one thing to another because context switching is exhausting. It's even hard to say. (laughs) Then get crystal clear clarity. I know that with everything going on in your business and life right now, that doing less and cutting back on your hours doesn't sound realistic and you might be rolling your eyes at me. It's really important to get super clear, crystal clear on your goals. What is your specific goal? A goal that can be measured in space and time and one that is aligned to what you really want to go after. It's easy to fall back on revenue goals. That's fine. But why are they so important? What other goals can be broken down into metrics so that you can measure and see how close you're getting to that goal? It's not just important to get clarity on this, it's life-altering. I read a book once which changed my financial life. It's called Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin. In fact, I'm going to read that again soon. The point is, the book got me looking at tasks, activities and efforts, not only by the time it takes, but its true cost. Read the book, because I'm not going to try and lecture and explain the concepts, but the point is this. Let's say you currently spend several hours a week writing content, creating graphics and posting to Instagram, but you get little to no engagement and your best aligned clients aren't on Instagram. Is this something that you should be putting time and energy into if it won't move you towards your goals? Now, what if you recoup those hours and spent them on something else? This is just an example, but... Have a think about what you're doing right now that you're wondering, you're second guessing whether or not it really serves you. How many hours could you claim back from those meetings that you don't need to be in, from those got a minute meetings that could be a quick email? Have a think and have a look around your day to day. Having clarity on your goals is only part of the story. Clarity on your goals and the activities that will move you towards those goals tells a better story. Otherwise, you're just throwing spaghetti at the wall. My favorite, create boundaries for massive success. I'd love to go on and talk about boundaries, but I've already covered that single topic in its own podcast. It's worth another 10 minutes of your time, I promise. But what I will say about boundaries is that they are the guardians of your sanity. You'll have people asking you to pick your brain, People asking you to do a talk, participate in their summit, have coffee, go here, do this, do that. Sometimes we say yes yes to things only to have instant regrets. Sometimes you're in a meeting and you hear yourself volunteering for things and you only want to beat yourself up afterwards. Whatever the case is, create boundaries and that includes learning to say no. We do that graciously with love and respect. But if something isn't going to serve you or it's going to create undue stress, depending on the season of business you're in, 
it's time to respect your own boundaries. If you want to know what to focus on daily in your business to move yourself towards your goals, I've got an episode on that too. But what I will say about it is pay attention to the 80-20 rule. 80% of your results come from 20% of your activities. Find where you already have momentum. Do more of the things in the 20% category so that it can help you limit your activities and simplify things. Because less is more. I feel like that has been a lot to take in, so let's break it down into a couple of simple steps. First, pay attention to your energy and where you're at your best. That's when you schedule your most important work. Quit multitasking and start chunking activities so you're doing similar things together and work on your flow. Get clarity on your goals and the activities and metrics that will move you closer to your goals. Do less by saying no. That includes saying no to yourself sometimes. And focus on the 80-20 rule. Limit and simplify your activities around the 20%. On a parting note, I just want to say that it's really important to focus on progress, not perfection. If you work on making tiny, incremental improvements to your systems and processes and the impact areas in your business, those little things become big strides towards your goals. And I am in your corner. High five, you've been listening to The Growth Code. If you want support and you crew to bounce ideas off, more content and insights to help you navigate this wonderful, crazy journey of being a business owner, DM me on social media or email hello at workwithshawn.co.uk and I'll do the rest.